Why? I can't hold my tongue. These kids are my grandchildren, and you are raising them wrong. They are terrible boys. Shut up, Chip, or I'll go ape shit on your ass. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Turn up the heat. Go on and get some, boys. Come on. I'm 10 years old, but I'll beat your ass. Chip, I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. Like a spider monkey. Go on. Chip, you brought this on, man. Greatest generation, my ass. Tom Brokaw is a punk. What is wrong with you? Chip, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> I love that. You gonna let your sons talk to their grand? Hey, boy, what you doing? You got your hair freshly cut, huh? Fresh cut, ready to roll, sir. Jeff, you go to a barber? Huh? You go to a barber? Yes. Guess how much it cost me? How much? $20. Damn, man. Yeah, haircuts are expensive nowadays. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, supply and demand. And <laughs> well, you know, the, okay, I'll give you this, Shane. My haircut usually costs about $14. Because I got, because I, you know, we're back and everything. I was give her, I was gonna give her twenty dollars. I was gonna tip her big, but when she said uh twenty, I'm like, well, that, that's what you're gonna get anyway. <laughs> so so all right. So what you're telling me is no tip, no tip. Nope, her tip was overpriced. She she had added in. <laughs> that's how she got it this time. I mean, where do you normally get your haircut at? Uh, this nice lady named Maria at her um, her new barber. Shop, she's they they rent out or something like that. I don't know. She rents one of the tables there, one of the chairs there. Okay, and you just told her today, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the tip. No, I didn't, I didn't say that. I'm just you know, okay, twenty dollars. That's all you were gonna get. I didn't say that. I was like, okay, here you go, twenty dollars. Yeah, I guess there was a time in my life where I didn't tip the barber. I was probably back when I was like ten or twelve. Are oh, you saying, Shane? <laughs> That I should be tipping my barber, even though they overpriced now. I should, I should have still tip there. I mean, do you have you been out to like see how much haircuts cost? Like they're not cheap. I, I, I are they twenty dollars? How much is your haircut? Uh, it's uh, seventeen. Uh, plus I usually throw in three bucks for the tip. So it's normal. Yeah. So you say I should have tipped something. Nah, I can't tell you how to live your life, man. You, you gotta. <laughs> You gotta oh. go down. You gotta go on the journey on your own. Uh, side note, real quick, that that post I saw. How do you get the name Dick when your name is um, uh, Richard? Name, huh? Richard. How do you get Dick from Richard? How do you get that? Yeah, it's kind of a weird one, right? It's like uh, from from William, you get Billy. I mean, I guess that Will and Bill's kind of the same, but but that's not like, but that doesn't, you know, JP. Okay, that's your initial. That's that's easy to figure out. You right. know, it, it's not like when we called you Tree Trunk. Okay, well, uh, you got to tell the backstory on that. But um, get Dick from you know, you know, like how, how, where do you find that? You know, is that something you got to look up or? Well, if you go Richard, and then you got Rick. And then you get Dick. Probably where it comes from. Richard, Ricky, Dicky, Dick. So it's probably where it comes from. I, I guess. I, I, oh, that, oh that, did I tell you uh, we went to the mall? Uh, which mall did y'all go to? 
the uh, uh, Chinese mall. Okay, it's been a long time since I've been in there. I mean, going. I think in the there last were... time I went to Chinese mall, me, Jacob, and Eddie all went, and the mission was to try to hit on girls, and we failed at that mission gloriously. I think Mr. Black was with us. I don't know. Uh, but there was a girl I was already seeing at the time, and I was supposed to pick her up from McDonald's. Well, we spent all day at that damn mall. And when I got back, she was like, I waited for 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, sorry. Uh, I lost track of time. And she was just like, whatever. And then we went back to the house and smashed. So. Okay. So let, let, the moral of the story is Shane still gets his. <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story, kids. <laughs> Shane's gonna make you wait, and he's still gonna get his. <laughs> yeah. But um uh, it was it was interesting in there because um everybody was wearing masks. Um uh, we only had to wait in two lines. We were looking for a gift for my uh my niece. Her her birthday's coming up, and we we're looking for a gift for her. And we waited in like we had waited in line for like I waited one line for like two minutes. I waited another line for maybe like maybe another two. It wasn't that long I had to wait. But imagine some people. They just walked up. Oh, oh, fuck it. I'm, I'm out. Are you waiting? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> so there was a line to get in. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like a lot. A lot of them. Were, uh, a lot of places were, weren't open. A lot of them weren't open at all. Yeah, I went to the the mall over here this last weekend, and all that was open were like shoe stores and the restaurants. That was it. Some of the restaurants. Pretty much. That was it, pretty much. And the they were was mad, like, I'm not waiting in line. If you, need some more, if you need some damn shoes, you're going to wait in line. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I hate waiting in line, too. It was like, uh, there was something I, needed. I had to get at Home Depot for a while, and I just couldn't do it with those fucking lines all the way around the building. I was like, oh, I don't need it that bad. And then now the lines are where you can actually get in the store now. Those, those construction guys, Shane, they got work to do. They got... Yeah, we're yep. done. They ain't got time, you know. They're there, they're there to buck crack it down for like forty five minutes before they open, so you can get in there and get what they need, you know. Some places shame have a limit. How long you can be in there? Yeah. They got like 20, 25 minute limit, or you know, like damn, you know. <laughs> it's kind of weird that if you're in construction, you have to rely on Home Depot. Like there's nowhere else you can get your shit from. It's gotta well, be home. If you're uh you know, self-employed. You know, not really know if you can get you. You know, get good good supply of lumber or whatever you need, or you know. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So, did I tell you I was swimming in the pond? Yes. Oh, did you see? I was swimming in my mom's pond. So when you say a pond, are we talking about like a, a tank for feeding cows and shit? You were swimming in that. No, no, we went we went and swimming that afterwards, but we went into my mom's self-made pond she has out there. Oh, okay. So you were like swimming with the turtles and, and frogs and shit? Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, I lost my wedding ring. Uh, how'd she find it? Well, she used a metal detector. In the water? She she said, what happened? I went to my metal detector. She was out there for like five minutes. Boop, went off. She found it. Oh. Where was it at? In the water. Oh. <laughs> How far out did you go? Oh, you know, I can't swim. So that water was no, that, but that water was no more than like four, four or five feet deep. It wasn't that deep at all. So in the pond, you're like king. You can, you can handle the pond. Oh yeah, man, I'm a man so out there. Now there is now in the deeper, the other side of the pond, 
that's twelve feet deep. I didn't go in there. Like the, I think the deep part of the pool. Of the pool. What, are they, uh, what are they putting in that pond? Are they putting anything in there? Catfish? They, they, they want to put simple things in there that they can make. What uh what are they, those little minnow things? I don't know, minnow whatever they. Those little simple little things you make them just grow. They can just catch and go fishing with. You know, save some money like that. So simple yeah. little shit to go in there. When'd you go down there? Uh, uh, for my nephew's birthday. Uh, I think it was Sunday. Petey? No, uh, my other nephew, uh, uh, Logan. Not Logan. Uh, Liam. That's his name. Liam. Yeah. Fun time. Good time. Drinking. Having fun. So, right what, 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 is, what is your perspective, Shane? I'm not calling any names. But what, what is your perspective? Let's say, Shane, um, many years in the future, um, let's say I go to your house and I bring a six pack of beer. We're outside chilling, uh, and uh, your boy comes out. He's probably now maybe many years down the road. I mean, he's like 15, 16. He walks out there. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? Oh no, we're just chilling. I'm just chilling. Your uncle JP's here. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, he just grabs a beer and takes a drink and puts it down. You know, like is that one thing? But but you're comfortable with it. But you're comfortable with it. You, so I'm the one going. <laughs> but you're like. You know, yeah, yeah, hey, don't, don't drink my beer. You know, you know. <laughs> Woo, I, I saw shit. I was like, oh, oh my God, damn. I, I didn't really know what to say. Like, it's one of those things you're like, okay, it's not like kid. They're, they're at an age where you probably, well, you know, we were drinking way before that, Shane. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, when did you start drinking? Well, I was going to say, I know. God, it would have been the summer, that summer I stayed up with my dad right before I started driving, so I would have been 15. Um, that's probably like the first, that was probably like when we would go out on the weekends, me and me and Jeff, we'd go out drinking, he'd go get, you know, we'd go get beer and go out to his house, but I didn't, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, I mean, it's kind of hypocritical, we, we both started drinking around that age, but the difference is, you know, I mean, my dad, Jeff's dad, and none of the guys' dad would have been okay with us going up there and just take, taking one of their beer and drinking it. Like, that wasn't going to happen. So, I don't think I'd want my kiddo doing it. So, what did you do in that situation? What did you say? Uh, nothing. It, it, it's one of those things, like Daniel would say, John, it's none of your business. It's their kid. If they want to let them have a sip of beer, let them have a sip of beer. You know, it's, it's, none of your, it's, not, your, it's not your problem. But in, in reverse, Aaron, hey, Aaron, how you doing? But, uh, in reverse, Shane, wouldn't you want your kids to be somewhat tolerant of, oh, hey, guys, okay, I was your age. I know y'all think it's cool. You see me drinking on the podcast all the time. Let me show you how it feels when you get there so you know when to stop. Because you, you kind of want to prepare them, but you don't. I know, like, you're back in your head, Sarah's <laughs> going, hell no, you're not going to prepare my kids to be drunk. Well, Shane, one, one's one can of your lager, it's going to put your kid down because they have no tolerance. But should John you show them where that where that feeling is, or will you be, or is that fear of, well, if I fuck up, I make an alcoholic? You know, John, uh, good point. John buddy, stop uh, go hospital like he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's true though. You know, I learned how to fly, Shane. You learned how to fly. You know, Aaron learned how to fly. You know. Yeah, but look how look how bad it turned out. Like we all have bad experiences. Like I got fucking <laughs> crazy 
as shit. Uh, I don't know, Tackers. man. I think. Uh, would would it be like you could, could? Would you now discuss with Sarah? Like, hey, Sarah, at fifteen or or sixteen, I want to take. I want to take him out to the woods. Or when the, <laughs> I don't want to take him out to the woods, but I want to take him out back. I want to give him a beer and say, "All right, son, you're gonna be a man. I want you to. I want you to have a beer with me. I want you to show you how how this can ruin, how this is just fun, or, or it can ruin your life. You know, something like that. You know. Part of me kind of wants hope that my kiddos will be more interested in doing other stuff than drinking. Like that. That'll be the last thing that they're wanting to do. Like at at fifty. We all hope that. We all hope 15, our kids. <laughs> You know, we need to be we need to be prepping for an LSAT, or I'm sorry, prepping for the SATs or the ACTs. We need to be thinking about our college. If we're thinking yeah, about yeah. get a John, the Shane's kids aren't growing up in a small town where there ain't crap to do, and your aspirations only go as far as the freaking high school and the track field. The Shane's kids are, are in a better community, so that means that they have better opportunities afforded to them, like college, like you going out to a science fair or to a museum or going to a concert out in Kearns, Texas. The best thing that you could do on a Friday night if you weren't playing a football game was get wasted. <laughs> I mean, if my, if, my, if Roger comes up to me at 15 and he comes out and he wants to drink one of my beer and that's what he's interested in doing, I think I fucked up somewhere. Like, I must have messed up. If that's what it is, that what he's trying to do is drink <laughs> beer with dad. It's like, come on, man, do other stuff. You know, you ain't got to do that shit. Well, that's the thing, though, I'm not, I'm not worried about, I know your kid's going to be okay. Eric's but, but Dad, I just want to connect with you, Dad. I, Dad, I'm, 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 I'm worried about other, other kids. That's what I'm worried about the other kids, Shane, the other one. Well, that's that's the problem. Because in Germany, the legal drinking age is 16. But here in the States, man, you it's really the other kids. Like, you can be fine. You can have your 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 family thing and the parents have the kids over. But you're going to have that Thomas McMillan in every group. That wants to go steal some shit, you know? Yeah, see, and that's what, you know, you got to worry about saying, like, like, no, my kids are straight. Your kids are all straight. There's one crooked one over here, though, they like hanging wait, out wait, with. Wait, 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 wait. Shane's talking about Thomas McMillan stealing. Shane, didn't you steal milk from Thomas McMillan? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's called the cycle of life, son. Damn, watch the Lion King. So, <laughs> eye for a fucking eye, what, huh? <laughs> what happened that night? There was drinking going on. So drinking costs you your milk. <laughs> so, so you're telling me, Shane, if, if Roger came to me and said, hey, Dad, I want to have a beer with you, you're going to go, no, son, come outside, sit down. Let me tell you a story about, <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you what happened when I was in high school and this happened. Well, let me tell you about Uncle John. The problem is that, now, now your story would make more, here's the problem with it, though, because the way we tell those stories are kind of like <laughs> legends. And y'all don't want to hype this shit up. Like, <laughs> you don't want to guide your child to that path in their life because if you if you continue that cycle, that's not a cycle worth continuing. <laughs> I told the story and I was like, "Yeah, you know, my friend John on uh, Cinco de Mayo drank a shit ton of ghost lager, and uh, son, <laughs> he, he was puking out his guts, and uh, I thought he was going to die, so I took him to the hospital. Like that, I mean, okay, that's kind of serious. But if I told it the way I tell it, where we're like." Riding in the car, Josh is reading the last rites and fucking music is yeah, blaring. You can't tell it like a joke. Yeah, you can't you know, tell it like we had fun. And though. I was, I literally picked you up and carried you into the fucking back of the hospital. <laughs> and so, no, so, 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 I, 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 I picked him up like he was my bride. 
<laughs> and then fucking carried him into the damn hospital. So like a guardian. So there's a, there's a Josh way to say it. scream the lyrics to I'll Always Love You. That would have been gold. <laughs> well, it, it put John on the gurney like they tried to give him a catheter and he choked the nurse. Like he fucking hey, used to yeah, roll. If you want to make a comedy movie, that's what you got to make a movie out of. John goes to the hospital. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be as much good now because we're grownups. A bunch of grown men. I'll be the nurse, man. I'll be the one to go to try to stick John, and he gets up and he he haymaker punches me and knocks me out. <laughs> well, because the end of that story was Rachel coming up there, and she was pissed. <laughs> I almost didn't want to call her. I was almost, you know what? We'll check on John in the morning, and he'll be perfectly fine. Let's we'll ignore all this, and it'll go away. <laughs> I probably should have said anything. Nobody was nobody been looking for you. They just thought you just stayed nine of my ass. <laughs> I shouldn't have told anybody shit. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, if you want some comedy gold, that is the gold to, to go after. <laughs> How many visitors did you get up there at the hospital, John? No, Shane. I was in and out of the hospital. I was in and out. Nobody thought this was it. Nobody thought that was a wrap. Well, Don was looking for me with, like, uh, Jamie, my, my friend Daniel. Uh, I'm a, a, Jamie. a few people wondered where I, what happened. They heard what happened. So people, so people were looking for me, but they don't know like where I live, where I hung out at. So, and I didn't have my phone. Did so. Jamie get married and have kids? I thought I remember Daniel saying that. Who, Jamie? Yeah. Yeah, she got married, and have kids. Yeah. Yeah, man, we—I haven't even heard that name since I lived with you guys. It's gotta uh, been over two years now. Well, I mean, her husband got—I'm not don't want to talk about him, but uh, uh, her husband became controlling. He didn't want her. He's one of those guys that, like. Uh, he didn't want his wife to talk to other men, so she had to quit talking to other guys and shit like that. Jamie's the one who said something about you shouldn't have got raped or something like that, or that's what you get for getting raped. Yeah, that was a yeah, bad yeah, joke. Yeah, 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 that happened. Well, because she tried to say something smart like to Shane, and Shane just went for the kill shot. He went straight for the head. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah so, well, at least I get raped. I said, well, at least I could get raped. I think that's what it said. Yeah, it was very dramatic there for a moment. I, I remember John, Daniel, and Jamie and I were in the mall somewhere, and she kept on going on about her problems, and I was just being the worst smart aleck. <laughs> she just couldn't get a break from any of us, man. <laughs> I barely remember that girl. Barely. Yeah. So, 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 in, in, so in the moral story, you want you don't want kids drinking at all. You want them doing nothing. I mean, I, I kind of understand the whole knowledge is power thing and explaining it. And it's part of growing up, but if that's all he's interested in, I mean, come on, man, you can't. You got to have more drive in life than going and getting your dad's beer. Like, so Eddie and <laughs> I know Eddie and Mr. Black had dodged a bunch of bullets, but you're pretty much more separate. <laughs> well, Shane, like if Roger comes through the door and stumbles in the door, what happened, son? You fell down the door. Oh, you know, Dad, uh, I tripped. Huh? Tripped on what? You know, you just pick him up, Shane. Like, oh. All right, with this route. All right, what? How how angry is Shane gonna be? You know. Yeah, I mean, because what? Here's the thing, man. I've got a very strict no bail policy. I don't bail anybody fucking out. And you go to jail for a DWI. Not don't come crying to my ass because you ain't fucking getting out. Like, <laughs> not, not getting out. Dad, but dad. Yep. Dad. Hey, I'll come visit you. How you doing? You got some underwear in there? You got dad. something to eat? <laughs> Hygiene products. Here, here's some toothpaste. 
<laughs> There's tell, a spoon in a cup. Mom, you eat and drink. <laughs> mom, get me out. <laughs> Shit. I, I closed that damn bank account. He's not fucking getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll Zero. I'll nail the door shut. Ain't nobody getting out of the fucking house until he's out of jail. Zero. <laughs> so I tell you, Roger, we we watching this zero tolerance. <laughs> I don't bail people out, man. So, Oof. all right. Well, hopefully, like you said, hopefully we never come that bump in a road. You know, it's, hopefully, I, I mean, you know, it's good. I mean, the best you can hope for is that okay, your kids grow up, they're not interested in it at all. But at some point, there's going to be some other kid that's like, "Come on, man, just just try it, you know, just you know, take it, take a drink." Like it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Nothing you can do about it. So, you know, it's like uh, with anything, you just be responsible and let life take its course, man. I mean, it's one of those things. I tell him like, if this is what you do, then you be ready when the consequences come, but don't come crying to me, like, because I'm not going to hear it. I don't really care, you know. <laughs> Would you let them in, Shane? We need to talk to your son. Right over there. Oh, if they wanted to come into the house, I'd put his ass outside. Like, hey. Hold on, officer. I'll bring him to you. Hang on. You can talk to him right here. Coming in here. You go outside and talk to them. You fucking did this shit. You go talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, well. Aaron, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, Where are you at? I'm down uh, near the Corpus area with Jamie and her family. How they doing? Good. Uh, we're um, putting up sheet metal for her dad's uh, repair shop. He's uh, he's adding a storage room to the back of the shop. Uh, so they already poured the concrete and they uh, put up the the iron and, and we're uh, we're putting the sheet metal on, painting it, putting the metal, screwing it in. Uh, on a side note, how's the maybe baby? Uh, there ain't one. Okay, so there's no maybe. Hey, I'm sorry, Shane. You were, I was thinking I was going to be another uncle, like have another one. Yeah, you know? not not right now. No, now, now he rage pulls, you know. I, yeah, right. I've got a um, I've got a, I got a good little bit of good news. I, I heard from uh, the hiring manager in Temple, and okay. uh, he said, you know, the the job's not available right now because the pandemic uh, has has created some little bit of chaos in the government hiring process. But he did say to, to keep my eye open for when the job is posted. Because he wants to hire me, so I've got a job in Simple Waiting. As soon as hey. the job is opened, yeah. Well, are you looking anywhere else? No, that's that's pretty much where where I'm at. So you got your you got your eggs in that basket. Oh yeah, um, he's he's called me twice, telling me that he wants to hire me, and I'm 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 pretty much sold that he's gonna he's gonna give me the job. Well, I thought you had the job already. I had a housekeeping job that I, and it was in Waco, not Temple. So what's this one in Temple going to be? It's an intermediate care technician. So you work in the ER with a nurse, and you uh, you encounter patients and um, and get them through the uh, ER process. Like at the front desk and shit. No, actually, it's working with patients. So starting IVs, treating bandage wounds, uh, maybe some suturing. I'm not sure if they're going to allow. You know, someone that's not a nurse to suture, but we'll see. It's pretty much all my medical skills that I practiced for the Navy for eight years are going to be what what I'm going to do at this place. Do you remember any of that shit? Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully you don't fuck anything up. 
That's the motivation yeah, I ever heard it. Real optimism that's right motivation there. Motivation right there. That's some real optimism. Well, that's going to be funny in the interview. So what have you been doing the past year? I've been working on a farm. <laughs> ranch handing, yeah. No, yeah, um, yeah. We're a ranch we, hand. we already did a phone interview before, and they just asked me some general questions you know, about my, about my medical experience. And I was able to give them specific examples, you know, like when I did a partial toenail removal of somebody in the middle East and I was able to treat that injury and then get him back to, to duty right after that. Or when I responded to an improvised explosive device and I had three casualties that I had to assess and treat. And then I had to man the turret gun after that. And then, um, the time where I treated a kid's abscess, I popped it, I cleaned it, I bandaged it and I was back the next week and he was running around playing soccer ball. Um, you know, I, I was just going on and on about, you know, the stuff that I'd done and, um, they like that I continue my education, even though I'm not doing it anymore. You know, I read articles, uh, I've got physiology and anatomy flashcards that I read, that I study. Um, because I mean, if, if you don't keep those terms fresh in your brain, you're not going to be able to remember them because they're not English words. They're Latin words. Uh, they call it new Latin and it's, it's really, it's really tricky. Hmm. Are you going to uh, are you going to take any continuing education courses or anything? Yeah, actually. Um, so Jamie's mom, dad, and Jamie herself are all involved with the fire department here, and they they run that um, in tandem with EMS. And you can't practice EMS if you don't have some sort of cert. And so her mom bought uh, a continuing education cert for herself, but then she said, you know, Jamie, I'll buy yours and your dad's. If you and Aaron do those because your dad doesn't want to do them or he's working or whatever the hell. So I'm whenever they buy that and they get the software, then I'll be doing those uh, EMT shirts. Uh, I, I want to say, Aaron, that uh, your Jamie's mom and dad seem to have their hands on a lot of stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, I did weed eating today and they, they have so much crap that's just sitting around here and the grass is growing around it because they don't have time to get to it all. Her mom uh, is a, the, the fire chief here for the local fire station, and she's always doing the administration for that. She's handing out paychecks to EMTs that, that work there. Uh, they went to the fire meeting tonight, so that means that they had to have food ready for that and feed them all. Um, her dad was a part of that, too, because he's – I don't know what his role is, but he, uh, he works with them. Um, they had to repair the fire trucks because they had some sort of mechanical problem. They were working on that last week. Uh, her dad, you know, he works seven days on and then seven days off. And so if he's not at work, then he's out here and they're doing something, you know, with the barn or the, the mechanic shop or they've got to uh, cut cut grass for their land because they've got like 10, 15 acres out here. Yeah, they, they, they're they they're never sitting still. And you remember when you were uh, when you were working at that movie theater and you were wearing that suit? I knew I know where this is going. And that woman said, <laughs> one of the customers, John, told Aaron, she said, I've never seen a janitor in a suit before. <laughs> yep. I was, I was cleaning up a spill with a mopping bucket, and that suit cost me 300 bucks. Yeah. It was a, a tie, a jacket, uh, wax, yeah, and a button-up shirt. Aaron, and, how come you weren't corrupt in your power? Why didn't you run that place into the ground? Like, Oh, because I was, I was a junior-level management partner. I was a junior, the bottom of the barrel. The only thing below you are the people that hand out the popcorn and sweep up the spills. You know, well, that's, that's it. Did, did <laughs> now, if I was a general manager, and here's the thing about that scenario, and I believe we've talked about this already, is that if I would have followed my general manager to California, 
I'd be a general manager of a movie theater right now because he left his job to work for the software company. And anyway, he's down in Texas now. But the point is, is that if I'd have stuck with that place, I would have already been making, you know, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. And they have meetings every year for their company in Las Vegas and celebrities actually go out there. It was 2015, I think. My boss got to meet Keanu Reeves. Well, I got I got a news flash for you, boy. Uh, you wouldn't be making that money right now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Movie yeah, theater. The, actual, oh. um, the general manager for the uh, movie theater in Waco is uh, he's got kids right now, and his wife is having to to bear the load for the two of them because their movie theater is closed. Yeah. Didn't you say you know. that movie theater that was sitting on your knee? The who? What? You said there was some girl that was sitting on your knee. No, no. My old boss is having. He's he's the uh, general manager in Waco, and his. What are you trying? Are you trying not to laugh? <laughs> no, it's not told me a story. You told me a story once about some girl up there that was trying to get with you, but you weren't interested. Oh, she just added me on Snapchat too, John. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then her baby daddy tried to jump on me and be like, "Hey, bro, I see what you're talking to my wife about. I need to, I need to talk to you." I'm like, "No, you fucking don't. I don't know you." <laughs> what, was, what was the circumstances there? Uh, she was okay. So it started out with me helping her with her um, college courses, and I, I did that for a couple people that worked there. I helped them out how with their. How were you qualified to help anybody? Uh, she got a 90 on her forensic exam, um, her forensic evidence exam. It was talking about bioluminescence and luminol, which is a chemical that they use to uh, examine, you know, bodily fluid samples. Anyway, um, so I, I, uh, I did that for a few people. You know, I helped them out with whatever project they had. And um, the more that I started to give, you know, help her out with her assignments, the more she wanted to talk to me. And she just kept talking to me. And she would grab my arm or she would hug me from behind. Or she would lay her head on my shoulder, or she would like pat and rub my back, and I'm like, "It don't get no more clear than this." <laughs> well, why didn't you rub her back? Well, I I started to get to where I wanted to do something with her, and then uh, her baby's dad was like reading her messages and saw what we were talking about. I was like, "You know what? No, I'm what? not about to split up a family. They got three kids together. Obviously, you know, she was telling me he's not in the picture no more, but he is." So there's just some miscommunication here, and I'm not about to jump on that fire. So what were the uh, what were the text messages? I'm not going to describe that. Well, what, what, well, you can you can give us an outline. No, I can't. Dude, this was five fucking years ago. I don't remember everything we fucking. You don't gotta tell me the fucking deal. Were they sexual? Or were you sexting her? No, we weren't sexting. Like talking about the ways we were gonna fuck each other. But we were we were talking about um, you know get, coming to see each other, going to each other's place, and. Um, I was like, yeah, this, this ain't gonna happen. What were y'all gonna do when you saw each other? What do you think we were gonna do? <laughs> I don't know, talk about movies? Yeah, sure, that was what we were gonna do at 10 o'clock at night. She literally was trying to come over to my house. where I was living in that two-story White House on Waco. She was trying to come over there at 10 o'clock, and I was like, I know exactly why you're coming over here, but you can't come over here. I live with people. <laughs> why didn't you let her over there? They're not going to fucking care. They are going to fucking care. I did that once and almost got kicked out. What'd they say? So, uh, all right, this was back in 2014. I met a girl online, and uh, she ended up coming over to my house and staying the night. And then uh, I shared a room with a guy, and he saw her in the room. And, she, dude, I was about to get away with it scot-free, but 
my roommate said something thinking to that the other roommate knew when he didn't know. So when he spilled the beans, they had a house meeting without me there talking about we need to get rid of him. And so my <laughs> my roommate stuck up for me. He's like, no, we need to get rid of the guy that was paying the fucking bills. This was when I first got there. I wasn't paying everything. I was paying my share. And All so right. uh, but once it became established that you're paying everything, why didn't you bring that girl over there? Well, that was years later. At first, you know, that that wasn't the case. So 2014 and 15, I, I wasn't carrying that burden. It wasn't until like 2017 and 18 when I started carrying that burden. What kind of gay fucking place doesn't let you bring women over there? Uh, they're associated with a church. It's called a discipleship house. They don't You're they don't let guys and girls. Church house? That's where I was living. That's where you don't remember anything. I've told you all this crap before. You knew this story. <laughs> I didn't know it was an actual church house, man. I it know. is a church house. Yeah. And they've got nothing but women living in it now because of when I left, you know, the, the last group of guys weren't all that up to par, man. So I, anyway, um, it's a discipleship house. Usually people that live in that house go to the Antioch discipleship school. And I, I didn't go obviously because I had no interest in doing that, but the people that typically live there go to that school, and so that's why they want you to stay there. It's, it's just down the street from the church. It was literally two blocks from that church, man. It was two blocks. Well, you were living in a cult. Uh, I wouldn't call it a cult. Well, what the fuck would you call it? A church. <laughs> it's a cult. You know, well, no, because you stayed in that house right next to that church, and that 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 wasn't that didn't count as a as a cult. What the hell are you talking about? You know the house in Kearns? I was right next to that old, you, the one that you really wrecked? <laughs> no, I didn't wreck the parsonage. They threw me yeah, out of the parsonage. You had like a busted window and there's beer all over the floor? <laughs> uh, we didn't bust a window. We did. We were drinking beer in there quite a bit. Uh, they threw me out because of the beer drinking and we had girls over there all the time. Exactly. God, God. <laughs> at, at any given point, same that, thing. that was a five bedroom house. And at any, any given night, there'd be five different dudes and five different chicks, all of them fucking banging in each room. And yeah, you got kicked out for that crap. Yeah. Right. Because they well, were. I, I, had, I had it happen once and they were like, no, you got to go. And then Travis was like, hey, you can't let this happen again. And I was like, OK, it won't happen again. It happened one time after that. Where a girl stayed the yeah. night, but I made sure that she got out of there before anybody else woke up, and then that was it. <laughs> the first time it happened, uh, I had I had like a, a, a Jesse Huffman that just came back from the Navy, and he was over there, so we were throwing a party. So I we think were, he's a deserter. We were drunk off our ass, and uh, he went out there, and I guess one of the guys came up there and said, "What y'all doing? Are y'all in here drinking?" And he was like, "Hey, man, they're just celebrating me coming back. I'm sorry I was serving and all that shit." And they're like, okay, but look, you know, this is a church house. Y'all can't do this again. So I was like, all right. So they left. And then, like, the next week, I had, like, fucking 10 girls over there. And they stayed the night. And they're like, Shane, you, you can't have girls stay the night over here anymore. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to leave. So I fucking left. <laughs> Went, got they, that, uh, let anybody tell them what to do. They, well, Jesse Huffman's a deserter, isn't he? I don't know anything about that deserter. Fucking lives <laughs> in Kearns. He didn't desert too fucking far. No, but I think like he left his duty station. Well, maybe he had somewhere to go. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I ain't talked to the man in fucking 15 years. I don't fucking know anything about him. Now that's hey, that's Aaron. the rumor I heard, is that he, he was on the run from the military. Well, you can run on for a long time, but sooner or later, they're going to cut you down. Hey, uh, Aaron, I had a question. My, uh, 
one of my wife's uh, uncles came back, and he's in the um, military or Air Force. I was trying, I was trying to get a clarification about what he does. And someone said, "Oh, he's a he's an Air Force, so he flies a plane. No, he's a sniper. So he's a sniper. No, he's a bomb diffuser. So, so what is he? Like, he's, he's yeah, he, but you but can't, he's a sniper. Yeah, he's a sniper. But but he does. But he diffuses bomb. Yeah, he was an, he was diffusing bomb. So what the fuck is he? You know, like, well, <laughs> you don't really know. Like, like, so does he fly a plane? There's a picture of him in a plane. He goes, I don't think so. But he says he's a, he's a sniper. So what is he training in? Well, he did the ball. Like, so no one can tell me a clear answer about what the man does. Like, like well, man, he maybe has multiple jobs. If you're a pilot, you're a pilot. That's, that's yeah, it. If, I, if you're a pilot, you know, you, if you're a pilot, you get pilot, the Bible sniper, training. Sniper. If you're, you know. A bomb diffuser, that's what your job is. I'm like, what's his well, right. job? Well, well don't, don't, don't get confused. You know, we all train in different areas. Like, even though I was a medic, I got rifle training and all kinds of other training, like convoy training. That, and that stuff you training. need to know, though. You know, but, like, but, does, does a pilot need to know how to defuse a bomb? Or, or no, actually, no. So if, if, you, if you're a pilot, then you learn how to survive if your ship goes – I'm sorry, your plane goes down. And you've got to, you know, operate in a, either a dangerous area or you're stranded in the wilderness. They teach you that kind of thing, but they don't teach you how to snipe unless you're, you know, you need to go to a sniper's course. And why they would put a pilot through that, I don't possibly know. And if you're, you know, a pilot and getting bomb diffusing training, there's no reason for you to do that. Now, if he was going through parachute training and jumping out of planes and he was a bomb diffuser and a sniper, then that means that he was probably special forces, which is like their tactical operators, uh, the tactical air control party guys. Um, they're they're kind of like the SEALs, you know, except they, they don't do a lot of water stuff. They do a lot of air stuff. I, I told my wife, I, t- I, told, I told my wife, you know what, honey? I'll just ask the man when I see him. He's back in Texas. He just got back. We're glad he's home. I'll just ask the man when I see him. Goes, oh, you can't. Why not? That's rude. What do you mean it's rude? You can't ask him that. Why? Yeah, can. <laughs> like, why can't I? Well, he, he uh, you know, ask, him this, uh, ask him what his MOS is. They like talking about that shit. Oh, hey, what was your MOS? They'll think, oh, he knows a military term. And that'll tell you, then they'll tell you what his job was. Okay. It's not rude. MOS, okay. Okay. Because Aaron keeps telling me, no, don't ask him. That's rude. He doesn't want to talk about it. You, you don't know him. He might want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it. You yeah, know? just, oh, you got back. What was your MOS, man? I, I, I just wanted to know. Not, not bad. They won't, no, most military guys won't mind telling you what it is. They'll be happy that you know the term. Uh, speaking of danger, so let me tell you all this bullshit. Uh, on, on, so this last weekend, we were going to keep the, uh, the kids. They, uh, they're going to stay at Sarah's sister's house, so we would have the place to ourselves for a couple of days because, you know, okay. Sarah being a stay-at-home mom is like slowly driving her into madness. And uh, that's just life, man. Friday, we went out for a little drive. I mean, I, I, we, I barely made it back. Like it was, she. I mean, she went over the curb into the grass on one turn. She, uh, there was a woman walking a dog trying to cross the street. Sarah damn near fucking hit her. The woman like jumped back in fear because Sarah cut the corner real fast. Like, I mean, three near misses where she slammed on her brakes right behind the car, and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, get off your damn phone, man! You're getting me fucking killed. And she was. I was Phone while driving? Huh? She was using her phone while driving? She was while driving? Yeah. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. So uh, the um, the the I van, the headrest in the van 
uh, had come loose, and I've got a I've got a new one to replace it. But underneath that headrest are two metal bars sticking out. So if your head goes back, you're gonna get impaled. Like that shit's gonna go into your skull. So it's fucking dangerous. Like I'm already nervous. So when we get home, like I'm fucking, you know, like praise be to God, I arrived safely. And she gets out the car, fucking slips and falls and just lands right there in the fucking floor. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you drunk or something? You're acting like a drunk person. The way you were driving, swerving all over traffic, jumping curbs <laughs> and shit. All right. So that was Friday. And uh, Roger had been staying over at Sarah's sister's house. So she, she doesn't have a crib for him to stay in. So he's just sleeping on the bed. So we we're like, hey, if he's sleeping on the bed there, let's just have him sleep on the bed at the house. And so Sarah went and got, Sarah was like, well, if he sleeps on the bed, I want to get him one of those tents. Have y'all seen this shit? This fucking, this tent that you wrap around the damn bed? Have you Lucky. Seen this? Lucky. We said, said name. They look. Look at this shit. Look at the yeah. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. We, like when we were kids, you threw a blanket over the table and you just slept, slept underneath the fucking table. Yeah. You know, he's got a fucking tent in his bed. All right. So the first night that he was in that tent, uh, everything went fine. No issues. Um, but she wanted, she wanted, when I put him in there, she was like, Hey, did you put him in the tent? And I said, yeah, of course I did. And she's like, well, did you take his, did you take his shirt off? And I was like, no, why would I take his shirt off? It's like, cause, cause, or no, she said, uh, did you put his shirt on? And I said, no, I didn't put his shirt on. It's hot in that fucking thing. It's a tent. It's on his bed. It's going to be hot in there. There's no, there's no airflow. <laughs> You're not getting any circulation. And she was like, he needs a shirt on. He's going to get cold. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, did you zip the tent? I'm like, no, I didn't zip the tent. He's not. Why are get- your conversations so aggressive? Why is there like, so much aggression going on? <laughs> I need to see. I need because we have cameras in the room. I need to see what's going on in that tent. And if you zip it, I'm not going to be able to see shit. And uh, <laughs> and anyways, there's no airflow. So again, we're back to the fucking airflow issue. And so she's like, okay, whatever. So she went in there. She she put a shirt on him, threw a blanket over him. She left it unzipped, and then she came back out and. Uh, First night, no issues. The only thing is, he woke up early on his own, so he was he was in his room at the gate, like had his hands around the gate, was singing some kind of song, trying to wake us up. All right, so no problem there. <laughs> so last night we put him in again, but this time I put the shirt on him, put his pants on, put him in the bed, and uh, this morning I woke up about five thirty. I just woke up like I, for no reason, so I wasn't supposed to wake up. I just woke up, <laughs> and I was like, let me see what's going on in his bedroom. I pulled up the fucking camera. All right, so I'm going to send y'all a picture. This is what I see in that fucking bedroom. <laughs> oh, God, this should be. You got to break it down for our listeners, man. Oh. All right, so I'm sending them a picture. As you can see, half the tent is collapsed and on the fucking floor. And Roger is rolled up like a burrito in that fucking tent. And that is his head where the arrow's picking. That's his head sticking out of the fucking tent. So at 5.30 in the morning, I'm thinking my son rolled off the back of the bed, caught his neck in the tent, and is dead, laying on the fucking ground. Okay. So I get up, haul ass in there, and I'm like, you know, fucking, oh, shit. And I don't, I don't got any fucking clothes on. You know, I run in there, bust the doors open, and I see that he's wrapped up in that thing, and he's not moving. So I put my hand, because if he was asleep, I didn't want to wake him up. So I put my hand in the, uh, in the thing to see if he was breathing. I put my hand on his chest. And I felt it go up and down. I was like, okay, well, great. He's breathing, but he's fucking stuck in this damn thing. So I, uh, <laughs> I, had to, I pulled him out of it, 
And I carried him, and he was kind of waking up, but not really. And I'm carrying him into the bedroom. I should have just put him in his crib, but I wasn't thinking. I, I, I carried him into the bedroom, and I put him on the bed. Sarah jumps up. She's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And I'm like, "Just look at the fucking at the fucking tent video. Look at the video of the tent." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "Just watch the fucking video, the tent video. Look at it." And uh, I went in the bathroom, and I was taking a dump. She comes in here. She said, "Man." Angry lad this morning, huh? And I was just and, it's, it's good that she uses your own words against you, like angry lad. Because Shane likes to throw lad at the end of almost everything. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I thought he was dead, man. If you see that video, like you just saw his head sticking out, and I'm thinking, he, I thought he got wrapped up in that vinyl and it around his neck. You know? So, did, did you, did you, can you rewind the video and see what happened? No, I didn't know. Uh, now that that one only will uh, it'll that one doesn't go off. The other one in the room will go off if there's a if there's like a noise or something. But it didn't pick up any noises, and it's it's not at the right angle. We had I set that one up on my own because I didn't trust that fucking tent. There's something about that tent that I was like, no, this shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> like I knew it's not gonna work. So is is the tent still up? It's right down. Yeah, we put well. So what we did was this is another. <laughs> This is another stupid thing. I guess today Sarah was trying to move it, and she went to move the bed frame, and she says that she bent a leg on the frame. Well, I don't know if that's true. So she threw the fucking frame out, and uh, I'm going somewhere with that. We'll come back to the frame. Okay. But she, she put the mattress on the ground and put the tent back on it, so you don't have to worry about him rolling off and getting caught up in the tent. But with that frame, she got back on fucking Facebook Marketplace and, and found another frame that somebody was giving away, and she's like, there's this frame. It's three miles from here. It's free. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck are you telling me for? And she's like, well, can you go get it? I don't want that fucking frame. I'm done with frames. <laughs> I don't want any more fucking frames. Like, why can't we just fix the frame we got? Why do I got to go get another frame? All these fucking frames I got in the house. I got like four frames. So much hostility, man. <laughs> so much aggression. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that was the bullshit I dealt with this weekend. Going, going. She said you're going back to the frame. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. So I had to go get this well, so, frame. I had so to go pick it up. I, of course, it came with a fucking mattress. Did, did you go get the frame, or did you, did you drive three miles with the frame? You didn't do it. No, I got it. I fucking got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it. In the garage, you know. <laughs> I want to know that part. What I what I had to deal with uh, last week. I was uh, visiting. Our mom, um, Shane and mine's mom, and uh, I had gotten her a DNA testing kit for Ancestry.com. Okay. And um, trying to get her to, to do that was like pulling teeth. Um, she, she was like trying to read the code on the barcode. She couldn't read it because her eyes don't work. And then she wasn't sure what to do with the tube when she got it. And I was like, you got to spit to the line, mom. There's a line right there. You got to spit to it. And then she would spit to it and it wouldn't be enough. And I'd have to give it back to her. Mom, you got to spit to the line. Keep spitting in it. <laughs> and just everything I said, she just wasn't listening or wasn't cooperating. And it was the most stressful, easy to do activity that you could have done together. And she just couldn't get it. She just couldn't get it together. And it was, it was, yeah, it was aggravating. Spending all that time with her, you know, she, uh, the I set up her uh, her photo album. It's a digital photo album where you plug in like a, a USB or a, a memory card. And um, she she oh. had taken it out and tried to do it herself. But when she couldn't, she just shoved it all back in the box and shoved it up <laughs> underneath the bed. 
And I was like, you've had this for four months now and you haven't, you haven't even tried. You just gave up. So does that, bother you? Use. does that bother you when you get her a gift and that's what she does with it? Just fucking puts it up somewhere and doesn't use it. She just gives up because she doesn't even want to bother with it. It's I've like, tried, my, I've tried this nothing. Cheap, I'm all man. Ideas. I got, I got a good feeling when I got the, so we're going to, we, we couldn't find anything wrong with her TV. But I went ahead and bought her another one anyways for Mother's Day. But I got a good feeling there's going to be some point in the future where I go back down there. And the new TV is like sitting in the box somewhere off to the side. And the old TV's back on the counter. And she'll say something ridiculous like the oh, button. Work. I can't get the internet to reconnect to oh, it. I'm back in the box. Yeah. So there's another thing. I can't get my thing to start so I can in a box. It doesn't make like my emails. And she couldn't remember the passwords for any of her emails. And all of her emails are necessary for her to get access to the things that she needs to see, like for her phone or for uh, communications that she gets from some sort of another. But she don't remember the fucking passwords on a single one of them. <laughs> so I, I, I went into her phone and Samsung phones have this thing called Samsung Notes. And you can create little reminders for yourself. And I start doing that. And she's just battling me the entire process. Why are you making that? Because I need you to remember your passwords. What do I need to remember my passwords for? So that we don't fucking forget our passwords, Mom. We're putting it on your notes so that you can look back. And guess what? Five minutes later, oh, I forgot my password. Mom, it's on the notes. Just go to the notes, Mom. It's right there. She's going to call you next month. Aaron, where are my notes at? An app, Mom. Oh. Which app? And that's and John. Yeah, you're exactly right, man. Like two minutes after I made her little notes shortcut, a little like a, like you make a shortcut on a desktop. I had put it on her screen, and I said, "Just press the home button, mom, and you can see the notes." And she pressed the button. She's like, "That's not where it's at." I said, "Mom, you got to press the home button. You, how do I know your phone better than you?" <laughs> oh, don't you want to go home? But yeah, you're it's right. No, she's gonna. She's going to have a problem with the internet. She's going to put it back in the box. I, I couldn't get it to work or something went wrong with it. It's like, it's a brand new fucking TV. They don't, you know, don't to me. The TV's talking yep. to me. You got, you got the blinds. You got the handicap mode on. Well, it keeps telling me everything I'm doing. So I'll turn it off. And, you know, I don't like you talking to me. I think, I think mom's not going to use any of her internet features because she's going to forget how to connect it. So she's going to be watching fucking basic cable that has like 13 channels. Mom, this has access to the internet with thousands of shows and you're just watching Judge Joe Brown on it. <laughs> was she watching Judge Joe Brown? She was, man. When I was over there, she was just watching basic cables. She's like, there's nothing on TV I want to watch. So, Mom, there's Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I mean, there's anything on there that you want. But you can't pick anything. <laughs> do, you, do you like Judge Judy, You watch Judge Judy? I mean, I, I know the premise. It's been a while since I've seen it. <laughs> I saw one where she had, um, it was at the end of the episode. So, you know, they're playing the music and shit. It's the defendant playing it for walking down. And the story was there was a guy and uh, he was walking his dog and this other lady's dog came out and her dog bit his dog. So he was suing for damages. So they get out there and Judge D's like, okay, so you're suing because her dog bit your dog. And he was like, that's correct, Your Honor. And she's like, okay, do you have a medical bill? And he said, no. And she said, okay, did you have a photograph of the incident? And he said, no. Do you have any witnesses? And he said, no. Do you have any proof whatsoever proving that her dog bit your dog other than you saying that her dog bit your dog? No, Your Honor. Case dismissed. You lose. And that was it. I mean, that was literally the whole fucking trial. I, I've seen I've seen her. I've seen her uh, 
just knock him out like that. You know, same way. Anything? No? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was watching some of those personal injury court cases, and, and that's what the judge would actually sit there and tell you the three things you need to prove as a plaintiff. You need to prove, you know, lawful injury or unlawful injury and all this other stuff. And um, and he, he takes a little bit more time to explain it. But that's mom, for some reason, is interested in that stuff. <laughs> so, Shane, any physical talk contact is assault. Yeah. Is there, is well, that- well, uh, so a battery, a battery is any contact. Like any, t- any unwanting touching is a battery. Assault so, is the threat of contact. Okay, so let's say... Me, you, Shane, we get angry at each other. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm walking away from this, and you grab my arm. Is that assault? That's well. It's a, it's a simple battery. That's a charge. It's, it's battery. Yeah. Yeah, I thought battery consisted with a weapon. No, no battery. That's uh, that'll get you battery. Well, okay. Under, under getting sued. We're talking about getting sued. Uh, criminal charge is different. If it was criminal, you could charge me with assault. But if it's just, if you're just trying to sue me. You could charge it. You would do it as battery. So, let, so let's so let's say Shane, a way, way bigger man. Let's say you did the same thing, Shane. Uh, you say, you know what, man? I'm gonna walk away from you. And the guy grabs your arm. Could you go oh, arrest him? He, he assault. He, he arrest him. Yeah. Arrest him. He assaults. He put yeah, his hands on me. Him. Yeah, one touch, one unwanted touch. Not you can't touch people. Can't put your hands on people. I, I thought Daniel said something too, like a guy threw a liquid. At a girl, and that was assault with anything yep. physical yep. or an object. Yeah, that's right. Any touching, any unwanting touching. Yep, it's true. I bit my finger so hard today it drew blood. Why are you biting your fucking finger? <laughs> are, you, are you that? Are you that hungry, man? Yeah. No, I, I had a cuticle. I had a cuticle. I was trying to rip off with my teeth, and I uh, I didn't think about how hard I was biting, and I bit. I actually bit through my nail. <laughs> How do you know how hard you're biting? You've been eating your whole fucking life. You don't know it by now? <laughs> I, I was going for the cuticle, and I didn't realize that my finger was actually between my teeth. So when I chomped down, it like went right through the nail. Man, it hurt like a bitch. <laughs> you, should, you should know this by now. Like You should have had this figured out. So, so Shane, there's no need for me, Shane, to like be dramatic about it. There's no need for like, if someone grabs me. I, I don't need to be dramatic and fall to the ground or nothing like that. I mean, I you go, can't. Oh, huh? You can't. <laughs> oh, but, you know, you, oh, can you just go? Oh, you saw it. He put his hands on me. You saw it. He put his hands on me. You know. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, but people are going to think you're a pussy for being like that. But yeah, that's, that's why lawsuits are. That's why this country is so fucking litigious because of shit like that. Like, I saw one. Yeah, it was like, it was a, uh, that way. I, I don't know if it was, it was, it was like a town hall meeting. And one of the, uh, one of the town hall council members, was giving a speech and when she got down she was kind of mad at one of the other ladies there's some shit going on behind the scenes and she took a wad of she took her notes and wadded them up into a roll and she tapped the lady on the back with it and the lady like stood up took three steps and then like fell to the ground like in immense pain and was like holding her back and said she hit me she hit me <laughs> and it was oh it's pretty good so those town hall meetings are a fucking dumpster fire if y'all want some entertainment just pull up a fucking town hall meeting. The craziest shit you'll ever fucking see. Like one guy got st- started fucking rapping, like le- legitimately doing a freestyle at the town hall. He's like, "Sir, do you have any questions about ordinance B?" 
<laughs> do you have do you have a question about the city planning on the on the on the street or the, or the zoning question? And he's like, "Yo, check it back in the day." And like, just <laughs> sir, please. <laughs> I want to say that there's what they do on the weekdays that I, can't, I don't know if it was 1080 or something that they did that they they you could hear the town hall meetings and. Like you said, it, it, some of them made like no sense, and like they would hear everybody out. All right, let's vote. Eyes, eye, nays. All right, passed. I'm like, yes, yo, people have to waste your fucking time, man. Yeah, yeah, waste your damn time going out there talking about it. Yeah, people got there. My granddad had a house back in the yard, and I remember getting breakfast there, and they're like, "Come on, man." <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Why don't any of you come and visit me at my house? <laughs> it's like, come on. It's like, sir, do you have any questions pertaining to the passing of this ordinance? <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry to cut you off, Shane. Did you hear that the the railroad commission they had the authority for intimate domain? But I knew. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. So if you're in their way, you're pretty much shit out of luck. If you're in their way. Yeah, for that reason, the Texas Railroad Commission historically is one of the most powerful governing bodies in Texas, like compared so, to all powerful in the my, government. If my train chain needs to go through your house, I'm just going to just pay you what your house is worth until you get the hell out of the way. Yep, eminent domain. It's but I ain't got to pay you. I, I do have to pay you something, though, right? Oh, uh, yeah, you got to pay me what you determine is fair market value. Oh, hell no. What you determine. <laughs> uh, yeah that's what uh i don't know if you remember that that uh teacher we had in currents that ag teacher uh kip wharton mm -hmm. he runs that ag thing now yeah y'all oh, remember yeah. yeah 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 he um when they took they took some of his land to build the lakes back in the day and uh i don't know what he did he said he couldn't tell us what he did because the statute of limitations but he did something back to him because they took his land to make that fucking lake and i guess he showed them i, I don't know what he did but he gave him some hell. I think he clogged up a dam or something. You think you you think he'll tell us now, or he still? He could probably tell us now. I think it's. I think he said he had. He had when he last told us. I think he said he had about ten years left before he could tell us. Maybe so, you keep. You still gonna keep? Do you keep in contact? Another stupid question. Do you keep in contact? Do I have information? I just see him on Facebook. I haven't. I, I think I've I've saw him one time since high gotta, school. But you're gonna ask him to come on the show and reveal that. That's that's huge. Can you imagine keeping a secret that long? I mean, that's that's huge. And it's not just any secret like, you know, I, I, I put a tack on the, the teacher's chair and she sat on it. And you, that's not it's not that little. This is huge. You got to get him on the show. He had told us that when they were having the uh, the farmer strike back in the 70s with all like the fuel shortages and shit going on that he went to Washington because he's part of the farmers union. And uh they they were driving tractors and shit through Washington like as part of the protest years ago. No how, how old the fucker? He's old. And um, <laughs> anyways, uh, again, I think they had said, I can't remember what they. Oh, their their tractor. They had ran it over something. They ran over like a cop car or something with it. And he jumped out and he ran. And then later he reported the tractor is stolen. And they didn't uh, they didn't give him any charges. But they went. They ended up winning. He said that they won their case. They had some kind of case going on. And um, a, as a result of that, there was some kind of lawsuit. And they ended up winning. And he was like, yeah, and I won. You know, my winnings were worth like like $90,000, like nine 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 nine. And then, um, no, he said he won $100,000. He got, he got $100,000 for it. 
and then his attorney fees came in, and his attorney fees were all nines. So all he got was a dollar for the whole fucking thing. So that's that's why those class action lawsuits don't mean shit. That's what he was trying. I don't know if that, I don't know if any of that's fucking true. I just know that's what the man fucking told us. May not be true, but that's what he told us. All right, Shane. That's ten o'clock. We're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap like town hall style, where we just do a little freestyle at the end. Like, uh, yo, my name is Freddie G. I live on the block of South Central, and uh, we be doing it real down there, yo. Um, sir, he said, we even show some. We got a brand new song and a brand new church sign. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah. I introduced uh, my nephew Nico to um, Jackass earlier, and he oh. was like. He's like, does that man just get paid for getting hurt? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's Johnny Knight. Uh, did, did he laugh at it or he was like more concerned about the people on there? Uh, he was just, he was stunned. He'd never seen some shit like that before. Like there was, the, they showed, the, they, showed uh, they showed like his most painful injury. So they showed like Butterbean giving him a concussion. And they showed where he drove a motorcycle up and he lets go of the motorcycle way too early and it falls on his crotch. Um, so, yeah. but, uh, did, did you tell them that they put, um, when they put Steve-O in the porter shitter and then put it on a giant bungee and just slung him up into the air? Uh, <laughs> good. good stuff. All right, boys. Got the clinko wall and he was bouncing from left to right, and then he fell into a pool of like rotten meat. <laughs> it was a shit NATO. A shit NATO. A river of shit runs through it. Flavor still driving, still driven at the age of three. Tootin' around Coatesville, Pennsylvania, and you know when she's coming. No mistaken, her 79 two-tone Coupe DeVille. But I think the story here is she's three, four next month, and she looks 25 years younger. Miss Flamer, the shout-out's for you. Why do you call yourself a nigga? Nigga, 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 nigga. Because I'm a motherfucking nigga. Nigga, nigga. Now, on the note of music, we aired some music just a few minutes ago, and obviously, for those of you that heard it, it was the wrong music uh, that aired, and we apologize for that. It was a terrible mistake, and we're working very hard to make up for it. Back after a quick break.